This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Strangers and Aliens, episode 180, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Road trip. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend's plumber. Superman. Wonder Woman. Heroes. Villains. Captain Picard versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did was that he created something. So we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. Hello and welcome to Strangers and Aliens, a podcast about faith, imagination, fantasy, and sci-fi. And today we are back in Ben's car. Actually, is this a different car? It's the same car. Road trip! Woohoo! Road trip number two for the Strangers and Aliens crew. And I am Evan David, one of your hosts, and I am joined by the driver, Ben. I'm the driver, Ben. This is my van, the Silver Surfer. Nice. I did not know that was the name of the van before, but that's really cool. You know the name of our car? What is the name of the car? Red Ronin. Nice. Another Marvel reference for those of you who are just catching up. Or it's also like a Japanese samurai type person that has nothing to do with Marvel. But anyway, we're not... The the Red Ronin is a robot suit thing that was designed to look like a samurai, which is why Red Ronin. And it was designed to fight Godzilla. So there. So I was wrong on all counts. That's all right. It is Marvel, though. We are not alone either. We are joined by two other people. One of them you've heard from before. He was on our last road trip. My good buddy, who is part of my youth group small group, Hudson Farrell. Hudson, say hi. Hi. You might remember him last time from the Star Wars road trip podcast where he had never seen a Star Wars movie prior to that week. And then he went with us to see The uh, the Force Awakens. And we are also joined by my other good friend. He was in my wedding. Brennan Miller. Brennan, say hi. Hello. Oh, I did that wrong. Hi. Thank you. And Brennan is no stranger to podcasting. He appeared with me in our feedback to Welcome to Level 7, another great podcast. But we're not here to talk about that either. Ben, what are we here to talk about? We're here to talk about Superman and Batman, or Batman v. Superman. It's their divorce custody battle. Uh, They're trying to decide who gets the kids for the weekends and who gets them during the week. It's messy. It's going to get messy. And Wonder Woman's getting involved. I think that she's actually pushing for her own custody. I don't know how she figures into the family picture here. It's just a mess. I believe Aquaman's also going to be in this uh, this thing. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be some sort of legal counsel. Nice, nice. Ben, before we get into the more serious stuff, we have to know, what are you wearing? Who are you wearing? I'm wearing a Target t-shirt, uh, glow-in-the-dark Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. symbol. And uh, it is vintage season 
somewhere between season one and season two. Very nice, very nice. And as, as we know, Ben never wears the shirt to the thing. So that is neither Batman nor Superman nor Wonder Woman nor Aquaman. So he's uh, he's good. It's not even DC. There it is. But it wasn't my first choice. I just couldn't find the shirt that I planned to wear. What was the shirt you planned to wear? Well, I'll be wearing that to Captain America Civil War. Very nice. We know we left you in suspense last time, wondering what Ben would be wearing to the uh, the premiere of Batman vs. Superman. And now you know your, your curiosity has been satisfied. Uh, I am wearing the shirt and the shoes to the thing. They, they both are Superman. I see the shoes. I'm also looking at the road. <laughs> yeah, that's good. The, uh, they are all-star Converse shoes uh, with Jim Lee's Superman illustration. On it. And Brennan, didn't didn't you buy me these shoes? That is incorrect. I was not involved in that, but uh, some good friends of mine were. That's right. I, I a bunch of my friends. Uh, no, it's all right. A bunch of my friends. Everything wrong. A bunch of my friends who I traveled with went out and bought me shoes, and Brennan and I traveled together with, with Life Action Ministries. So I thought he was part of that group. But I was maybe I was wrong. <laughs> he said maybe next time. All right, Ben. So what are you thinking? What are you feeling? We're heading to the theater. What are your thoughts coming up to the film? Well, uh, we got a little bit of time, and Evan, I wanted you to give us a little bit of Superman background with you and the man in blue, because I know some things about you. I drove up to your house, and I saw a guy standing in the window, and he was wearing blue tights, standing in your window, and... I wasn't in your wedding. I didn't go to your wedding, but I was at your wedding, out in the halls in the classrooms cleaning up after your wedding. And I heard music at your wedding. I just want to hear from you a little bit about your your connection possibly to the boy in blue, and then I want to hear about your connection to Batman. Okay, well, my personal connection to Superman, he is not my favorite uh, comic book character. Or my favorite superhero, he is my favorite fictional character of all time. So that would also make him my favorite superhero and favorite comic book character. So you lied and we're wrong again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Superman has been my favorite since my dad introduced him to me when I was a young boy. My dad joined the army and kind of started freaking out because he's in the army. And he called his brother up and he said, hey, I'm freaking out. What should I do? And his brother told him, hey, go, go pick up some comics. Go read some comics. That'll help you relax. So he did, and, and he has a pretty extensive Superman collection, Batman uh, collection, which he's give, now given to me. And so from an early age, uh, I, was, I was doing Superman. Uh, my, first, my first superhero action figure ever was the Superman with the mullet from the 90s. I have it. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm not because it was it was my it was my favorite little toy and I have it on my shelf currently in our living room. I've got a little Superman section above my graphic novels on the shelf. So yeah, <laughs> Hudson said little. No, it's 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 large. It covers the whole bookshelf. Um, but yeah, he is my favorite comic book character, my favorite superhero. This movie automatically gets a star because it's a Superman movie. It is on the big screen, uh, and I'm. I'm going to like it. It automatically, it's an honorary star. Automatically gets one star, no matter how bad it is. That's, that's, that's pretty good. That's, that's very noble of you. That's what I'm saying. So I'm hoping it, it gets way more than one star, but we'll see. It, it, it does get the one star. So yes, I did have uh, Superman music at my wedding when 
the wedding party's coming into the reception. I carried my bride into the reception to the the Superman theme from the Christopher Reeve movies. Uh, what else did you ask me about? Uh, so your connection to Batman, then. All right. So Batman was for a long time my second favorite superhero. He's still in my top five for sure. And uh, that was the first superhero cartoon show I ever watched, Batman the Animated Series. It led straight into Superman the Animated Series. Um, one of my most treasured memories with my dad, if you ever ask me what's one of your favorite memories of your childhood, was staying up late to like 7.30 or 8 o'clock to watch the, uh, to watch the opening or the, the premiere of Superman the Animated Series on television. We, we busted out the action figures for that. We were playing with him while while the show was going on. So it's he's very special to me. Superman is, and and Batman right up there with him. Now, when I say Batman, I'm talking about my Batman is Kevin Conroy, never kill anybody, using my detective skills and my deep voice to fight crime and and always do the right thing. Batman from Batman the Animated Series, that Batman. That's what I'm talking about. So uh, I don't necessarily identify with the the Dark Knight Returns Batman, upon which this movie is based. Not a big fan, so we'll see. We'll see how I like Batman in this movie. All right. Any anything else you wanna you wanna talk about? Uh, yeah. So similar for myself, then Superman and Batman both go way back. My first action figure for Superman and Batman were the Mego, uh, six or seven inch tall plastic batman plastic superman they don't exist anymore they have are long long gone because they were played with very very hard and superman i went to the first superman movie when it came out in theaters now i don't know when exactly that was it was in canada so it might have been a little later than it was here in the states but i remember going uh i remember more than going even i remember my dad saying when the commercial came on tv hey you want to go see that movie and I was just, yeah, because I love the Super Friends and I love Batman on TV. And so these guys, I've grown up with them. And so now here we are. And it's both of them on the big screen, which is pretty momentous. Even if it's not a good movie, it's a big moment for superhero movies. So I'm, I am, you asked me before, I think, what am I looking forward to or what am I expecting? I think, is that what you said? Yes. Um, I know what I'm hoping for, and there's there's two different answers. So what am I hoping for and what am I expecting? I am hoping for a Superman who is inspirational, one way or another, who is an inspiring character to both the viewers and then the people uh, that he's interacting with on the big screen. With Batman, I'm then hoping for someone who you know is fighting against his dark side to do stuff for the light you know because he's he's supposed to be a good guy he's supposed to be protecting people but then there's always that you know uh that dark element of of vengeance and of you know what has happened to his family and stuff like that and so i'm hoping we get a good portrayal of batman here um i don't think it'll be hard for it to be a better portrayal than some of the movie batmans we've gotten but you know they all have good points and so i'm looking forward to see what ben affleck brings and I already like Man of Steel, Henry Cavill or whatever his name is. I already like him in Man of Steel. So this will be an interesting, you know, we're expanding our, our universe here. That's what I'm hoping for. What am I expecting? I'm expecting Darky Dark Dark. And I don't necessarily want Darky Dark Dark. I'm hoping it's got some fun to it. 
but also a little bit of depth to it. And I'm hoping that it's not just dark stuff that's pretending to be depth, which is what we get in some other movies by Zack Snyder. Like, I was thinking about Sucker Punch today, and I said to myself, I don't want to think about this anymore because, honestly, that was a terrible, terrible movie. And, yeah, so that's that's what I'm expecting. But I'm hoping it rises above my expectations. So I'd like to know what you are expecting and maybe what you're hoping for. And then I'd like to hear from these guys in the back here and just see what their, uh, what is their connection right now with these characters. All right. Well, I am, I don't know what I'm expecting. I'm expecting to see Superman on the big screen. And I, I think I'm going to see that. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So he's in the title. If that happens, I'm going to be a happy camper. (laughs) But, um, as far as what you were talking about, the darky dark dark, I don't. I'm not expecting that. Um, I'm expect. I'm sure I'm expecting it to be. I'm expecting it to be as dark as the Man of Steel. Um, I'm hoping it's not too much darker than that. It probably will be because it's a second movie. It has Batman. It will be darker. I mean, that's that's just you add that character in. His portions are going to be darker. Well, yeah, but I'm just hoping they don't they don't make Superman darker. Yeah, I hear. Yeah. So, because I, ex- I expect that from Batman. But I still, still, like I said, with Kevin Conroy, he was, he's a dark character, but also he's, he's standing up for truth and justice, just like Superman, but in his own way and not in a morally compromised way. So I don't know if we'll get that, but, uh, I'd like to see that. Um, as far as what else, I'm just super happy that the movie is two and a half hours long. Because with all the characters they are shoehorning into this thing, it needs to be that long to to be good, I'm thinking. So you're really looking forward to the R-rated cut then that'll be even 20 more minutes than that? I will watch it since they just said it was for violence and some extended fight scenes. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, more Superman on the big screen. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. All right, let's find out what these guys think about Superman and Batman and what they are thinking about this movie, if they even have any thoughts about this movie. Okay, I want to start with Hudson because I know something about Hudson that has sh- that has shocked me and may shock you listeners. After Star Wars, you're not going to shock me with anything with him. I'm just going to say he spent that week watching Star Wars movies for the first time ever. You're not going to shock me with anything. Hudson, what's your relationship and knowledge about Superman? I have seen Man of Steel. So I'm familiar to some degree with Superman. But that is the only Superman movie you have seen? That is the, I have seen just that movie. I have seen a little bit of um, Lois and Clark TV series. Okay, that's right. You and your dad and your family are watching that together. We like that show here at Strangers and Aliens. We do, I think. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yep, okay. So you, you got some knowledge. Have you ever seen any form of media besides a commercial that contains Batman? No. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So, right. yeah, Evan Evan kind of had to give me like a 5-10 minute lowdown on like what on earth that man was and who he is. Yep. That that depth of lack of knowledge. I, I don't want to mock it, but at the same time, that's pretty amazing that this pop cultural icon that that's this is a very interesting we're going to get some good Good feedback, I think, on what this movie does with that character. Can I, say, can I say I knew more about the Joker than I did about Batman? 
I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> wow, okay. The only thing, Hudson told me the only thing he knew about Batman, besides that he was Batman, was that his name was Bruce Wayne. And that was it. We, there's going to be some good feedback then. Uh, I want to see what you think about this movie without any real preconceived, my favorite Batman does this, does that, does the other thing. That'd be cool. Okay. Awesome. All right. And what do you think is going to have? What's your prediction for the movie then? What are you thinking you're getting into? I'm honestly not very sure. Um, from the trailer, it sounded a little bit like a similar theme um, that Civil War is going to be having of how much should these superheroes be monitored. Um, I may have gotten that wrong, but that was the impression I had. Very nice. We'll see if that uh, that pans out. All right, Brennan. Now, I know you've got a little bit more knowledge because it's been my mission over the past two years to educate you. In uh, in the things of film, not just superheroes, but we have done some superhero movies. So what's your exposure to these two characters? Well, yeah, uh, thanks to you, my exposure has uh, multiplied, especially over these last couple of years. Now, let's see. Um, as far as Batman goes, my first exposure to Batman was probably... Now you guys are going to hate me for this one, I, I assume... The uh, the sixties TV show is is that is that frowned upon? It is not. Oh, oh, okay. No, no frowning. Okay, good. no frowning. Batman is Batman is Batman, and that one's a classic. Oh uh, yeah, classic. Cla- yeah, classic. No no doubt. Um, yeah, I grew up with that one. My my dad watched it a little bit, so it was on in the house. So yeah, that was my first first exposure to Batman. Uh, other exposure to Batman would be. I believe, well, I saw Batman Begins. I didn't see the other two. Um, and then, Evan, you're going to have to help me with the title of the recent one you showed me. Uh, it was Batman, Batman 89 we watched two weeks ago. And then... <laughs> the title was Batman. Yes, it was Batman. <laughs> oh, okay, see, I, I probably could have gotten that one if I tried. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I, I offered it because we had... We wanted to watch some Batman Superman movies before we went and saw this. So we watched uh, Superman, the original... Then we watched Batman 89, and then I gave Brennan and the other guy who comes and watches movie with us, I gave him a choice. Would you rather watch Batman Returns, which is pretty good, or would you rather watch Batman and Robin, which is universally panned as not, one of the, not only one of the worst superhero movies, but one of the worst movies of okay. all time? So, okay, I think, I think we need Ben's, uh, Ben's comment well, here. I just, I just want to hear what the choice was. What, what's the choice? What, what, what did you choose? Because Batman Returns, that one, you got to be in the right frame of mind, and it's, I like it a lot, but I am in the minority. It sounds like you are too, Evan. I didn't realize you liked it that much, but, okay, so what'd you choose? Uh, We we chose Batman and Robin. Evan Evan pitched it to us as... uh, as being one of the worst movies, I think I think is how he said it, one of the worst movies ever made. And, you know, we just kind of had to see what was up there. So so we picked Batman and Robin. And it was entertaining. I'll give it that. We stayed entertained. But uh, but from a, a film perspective, it, it just wasn't wasn't the greatest quality. Yeah, but by entertained, I mean we were laughing the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my take on that, though, I think you might have heard before is – it was them trying to purposefully do the Batman TV show. Yeah. And the Batman TV show was of a time and it was able to be cheesy and still, you know, 
do it all with a straight face, and they weren't doing it with a straight face with Batman and Robin, I don't think. And or if they were, they failed, <laughs> failed <laughs> miserably. But okay, so interesting. All right, we have pulled up at the theater, so we will continue to bring you this thrilling saga of us going to see this movie. Uh, we may do some extra podcasting from inside the theater if we can smuggle Ben's giant laptop in there without getting caught. And uh, if not, we will give you our thoughts after the film. This is Strangers and Aliens. Hold on there. We'll be back. And we're back. It has been two and a half hours. Actually, no. It has been more than two and a half hours, but we are now back. Uh, actually, we ended up getting an extra 15 minutes in our life because we thought the movie started at 8.30. And it actually started at 8.15, so that was that was kind of nice. Uh, once again, Evan, completely wrong yep. with details. So, Evan, have anything to say for yourself? Uh, I can't deny I was completely wrong again. This is the night of wrong. But what it meant was we didn't have to worry about any other technical difficulties recording inside the theater. And it also meant that we didn't have to worry about um, waiting for too long and, and all that. So, uh, yeah. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we've been joined by my friend, William, who's my friend from high school. He's here for the Star Wars thing and, and that. So you want to say hi? Hi. There we go. He knows how to do it. Uh, so, uh, but Hudson and... Uh, Brennan are back as well, and Evan is here with me. And we're just going to do a quick postmortem, and then we're going to head home. We'll probably record as we're traveling home, too, as well, though. So um, this is your instant reactions. Um, I guess, yeah, one word or one short phrase for your instant reaction. We'll start, we'll go youngest to oldest. Uh, so that'd be you, Hudson. Hudson, one short phrase or word for your instant, instant, what do you think of this movie? Wow. Wait, what just happened? Okay, and Brennan, I'm assuming you... I would be. Uh, I loved it. Loved it. And Evan? They've done it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm next. I'm younger than you. So, um, I, I, I liked it. And Bill? Evan is once again wrong. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. <laughs> so, um... So let's go then to and maybe maybe we shouldn't go here first because Bill's answer might end up being way too long. But um, <laughs> let me know. Let's 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 go here first. What did you? What sticks out as something you didn't really like or enjoy, um, or you felt just kind of just wasn't 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 good? And then we'll uh, so Bill, I'll come back to you to let you kind of. Uh, whittle down your thoughts to to just a couple ma- major points there, but um, what didn't you like? Then we'll get into what you did like, and then we'll say if we recommend the movie or not. Although judging from the three answers in the back seat there, uh, I'm pretty sure I know that whole recommend or not answer. So I don't know who wants to go first with uh, just a couple things you weren't too fond of. Do we do spoilers in this? Do, do we do spoilers in this thing? Or? That's a good question. I don't. Th- think we want to go too spoilery um that'll be yeah that'll be thursday that'll be thursday when people had a chance to see it i'd I'd like this to be kind of a you know just here's our reactions here's our thoughts um maybe on the drive home we'll play the spoiler warning 
and and let 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 you guys have a chance to talk about some spoiler stuff, and then Evan, you can jump in if you want to. Um, but for right now, let's keep it let's keep it vague. Um, I mean, the trailers and the commercials gave us some spoilers, so um, but some things you didn't like uh, in in vague generalities. So, Got it. Um, Evan, Evan's going first. The only thing that I can say that I didn't like are just minor nitpicks. Minor nitpicks. I can't think of a major thing. Okay. It is very general. <laughs> <laughs> they they want a general. Um, yeah, so yeah, that, that I aim to please. So you're not going to go specifics about the nitpicks? You're just going to... Well, he said no spoilers. Oh, okay. No, that's yes. fine. That's fine. So, I, yeah, for me, as someone who didn't have a lot of background coming in, very few things bothered me about the film. Uh, the one thing I was saying in the theater was... Uh, Lex Luthor's personality, I wasn't completely sold on, but you know that's a that's a minor thing. It was, it was okay. I wasn't thrilled about it. All right, um, I can say right now, and this is not a spoiler because of the way I'm going to say this, but there wasn't enough Aquaman. Um, just I would want I wanted more. I I wanted more. Uh, anybody else want to jump in with some more of the vague general? Eh. Um, I actually did not think I was going to like Lex Luthor, but I actually did. So, differing opinion. Um, I I will say I was a little bit, they could have done a better job describing why there's the fight to begin with. I didn't feel like there was enough. Why do these guys, why are they going at it? You know, yeah, I. I thought they did a pretty good job with that. Like, they, you know, they brought a lot of politics into it, and you know, politics cause a lot of fights in our day and age. So I thought, I thought that was pretty. They did a pretty good job with that. To differ your opinion, <laughs> I uh, I thought of something that I can share that I wasn't too pleased with the with what Aquaman we did get. wasn't wasn't too pleased with with what we saw. I mean the the version of Aquaman or the thing that he did or the thing that he did. Oh, yep. And the But we don't know what he was actually doing it for. I mean there's keeping it vague, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing that he did was out of context in some ways. There was no context surrounding it, I should say. Yeah. Of the seconds that he was on the screen, you just spoiled I was pleased with about Five percent of those seconds. I'm not saying how many seconds. It could be dozens of seconds, hundreds of seconds. Who knows how many seconds? All right. So, Bill, what do you <laughs> what do you got for us? Uh, and it can be some of the stuff actually you were saying in the theater too to me. Um, but let's hear it. What do you got? Well, first of all, it was another origin story. I you spend an hour and a half talking about the origin of Batman and Superman. Everybody knows the story. Skip it. We could have missed the first hour, hour and a half of the movie, and it wouldn't matter. Um, second of all, the story arcs for both Batman and Superman in this one were, in my opinion, a little bit forced. I felt like the whole movie was just a setup, and it, and it wasn't a natural story arc. It was, hey, we have to make this happen, and I felt like it was forced. And I've been trying to think of what I didn't like about it. And it wasn't a perfect movie. It was not a perfect movie. I trying to put my finger on things I didn't like. And there are minor beats that I didn't like. Um, 
there were some of the politics that was going on, but that felt real, even if I didn't agree with the things that were being said. And that was the purpose of that. Um, so I'm trying to think through what didn't I like, and it might might just come down to some of the characterization. And there will be a lot of reasons for people to say, not my Batman, not my Superman. Um, but it's not. It's not your Batman. It's not your Superman. It's, it's you know, they belong to the world, so to speak. And this is, a, this is one more version of the characters. And for the character, you know, for Batman, which you've seen in the commercials where he's witnessing the horrible events from Man of Steel being kind of one of the major things, the driving forces for where he has been for the last two years and what he's been doing for the last two years it makes sense. Not necessarily with every Batman uh, version, you know, um, Adam West going through that probably would have been a different story, but um, let's talk about some of the things you did, you did like, and I'll just start real quick with, I, I liked that I saw Aquaman on film on the big screen even if I didn't like how long he was there. But um, I I like that it's happening. And I did, I liked Wonder Woman more than I thought I would, just because I'm not a big fan of Wonder Woman. Um, the whole she's too skinny thing didn't, it wasn't a problem to me. And I, I do have to say, you know, people are like, ah, Wonder Woman's too skinny. I'm like, you're in a movie where there's a man from outer space who can <laughs> fly uh, there is no law of physics here that can allow him to do what he's doing with with some of his powers. So uh, for her to be thin, fit, um, it, it wasn't a big deal for me. But um, I liked I liked her, um, and I I liked the battles. You know, we get a Superman Batman battle, and I liked it. I did. So um, yeah. So things you did like, Bill. Uh, we'll start with you. I think you might have the shortest answer, but um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, things you did like, a couple things. Um, the trailer at the beginning for the next X-Men movie. Excellent. Looking forward to that. Um, and then, and I will say that I, I enjoyed the fact that, that Superman stayed true to his, his persona. Um, I, I was glad that they didn't mess with that. They did enough in the in the Man of Steel movie to screw up with his, his persona. This one, it was kind of a hey, let's get back to who true Superman is. Yeah, and I feel like you know, he's been around for a while, and he's grown into the Superman that we are more familiar with since since last time. Uh, Brennan, let's go to you now. Yeah, a couple things come to mind. Initially, I. I really enjoyed seeing uh, Bruce Wayne's perspective of the events um, when the Kryptonian aliens were invading. That was that that was kind of cool to see. Uh, it kind of gave you a different view uh, from the last movie. Same you know, same things going on, different view. Um, and then I I really liked the conflict between Batman and Superman. I personally thought they did a good job of uh, creating a real conflict that you could kind of uh kind of even relate to in certain ways between between those two so yeah i i enjoyed those things my next well between the opening credits and the ending credits i really enjoyed all of that (laughs) it was really really good um i'm a huge dc fan like 
D- never make mine Marvel if DC is also on the table. Just give me that. Just give me my DC. And they gave me my DC. They gave it to me. It was true to the source material. I was really happy. I was grinning ear to ear the whole movie. He, he was. He I was, was. Yeah. I looked over every 10 seconds. and <laughs> I think Bill, who was sitting on the other side of me, you were sitting right next to me on my right side. Bill was on the left side. I think he might have felt some of the shaking and stuff as you were just trembling with excitement. And I think no, the, 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 <laughs> that, that too. I think, uh, I think we both have some scratches on our cheeks from how big your smile was and your just stubble was hitting me in the face. You want to know how I got these scars from smiling all the way through Batman versus Superman? At one point, I literally was waving my hands like a lunatic. You were talking throughout the whole movie. I don't think you were talking to anyone. It was just, oh, yeah, oh, they are. They just did that. Oh, yeah, okay. I was. I was, and I'm, I'm not ashamed. It was, it was great. Okay, Hudson. I really enjoyed the battles much more in uh, this one compared to Man of Steel. Um, personally, I thought they were much more uh, realistic. Yeah. So. <laughs> the, okay. Realistic. Realistic. The, realistic, <laughs> in the sense of much more hand-to-hand combat, and not just punching you, and then you're flying halfway across the world, and then another punch, and you're just completely destroying buildings. Although they did do that. They did do yeah. that. Yeah. But it wasn't only that. It wasn't completely that. There was more hand-to-hand combat. The, it, it was more grounded. Because they were on the ground a lot. And, and, and using actual techniques of some sort. Yes, exactly. Yes, I, I enjoyed that. It was I, Batman probably had a big part in that just because he's on to the martial arts thing. But All right, so let's wrap this up, and then we'll um, come back with uh, our, our ride home. So... Um, Recommend or no? That's really what it comes down to. Is this good and you think people would like it? And you can give a brief, you know, who would like it. But um, would you say, yeah, it's worth your time, worth your money? Two and a half hours. It was a chunk of time. And I have a feeling that Bill only did the time because he was hanging out with me. So, um, but if, you know, if, if you were just seeing it by yourself or if you were a friend were thinking about seeing a movie, would you say, hey, yeah, let's do this or not? So uh, we'll go oldest to youngest this time. So, Bill? As far as movies go, it wasn't it wasn't a bad movie. It's something that I would say if you enjoy a good action movie and you just want to go see fight scenes, you'll have a good time. You'll enjoy it. If you're not into action movies and fight scenes and you're looking for a, a real superhero movie where you have a, a a defined good guy and a defined bad guy and the good guy wins. Um, I'm not sure this is the movie for you. And for me, I was hoping for a Superman that I liked. I liked Superman. I was hoping for a Batman that I liked. I actually did like Ben Affleck as Batman. I was hoping for a little bit of fun. I did find myself laughing at the jokes. There were jokes. Um, it wasn't all darky, dark, dark, although it came very, very close to being all darky, dark, dark. And there was some thematic depth 
to it as it's exploring some of these ideas of uh, who gets to decide what's right and wrong. These ideas of, um, you know, uh, uh, some of the ideas of, of man and God and the relationship between man and God. And uh, if there even is a God to have a relationship with, that's even brought up a little bit too. And so I liked it. There was some stuff to chew on. It's not a full course meal, but it's not just um, airheads. So, um, so yeah, I would recommend it to people who like superhero movies. I think you're going to like it unless you're the kind of person who's going to be not my Superman, not my Batman, because uh, it's not. It's not. And there are many, many reasons. If you do not want to like this movie, there'll be plenty of reasons to, to walk into it and say, I don't like it. Um, and I've, I've seen lots of people piling on this movie on Facebook before they've even seen it. And they're not going to like it. The people who are complaining about it already their their complaints will be completely justified because it's doing stuff that they aren't wanting it to do. So, but I liked it, and if I had to give it a thumbs up or thumbs down, thumbs up from me. I, I would say one other thing: um, it it far exceeded my expectations, but I came in with zero expectations. So, well, the question I have then, Evan. Did it earn more than one star from you? You said one star just because it's Superman. So solid 4.5 stars for me. Solid 4.5. Out of 10. Out of 5. (laughs) Out of 5. It may change to a 5. I have to think about it. So, but yeah, uh, I would recommend this if you like superhero movies with more of an action bent. It's It's not a Marvel movie. It's not Captain America. Uh, where it's it's you know I feel like Captain America is pretty much family fair uh, if you don't mind a little bit of language and a little bit of of violence in there, but uh, it's not that. So it's got it's more a little bit more edgy, a little bit more action bent. But if you like that sort of thing, if you like superhero movies, man, it was really awesome. <laughs> so I could agree with that. Uh, coming from an entertainment standpoint, I thought it was great. I would definitely recommend people to go see it. Uh, usually I'm cynical and critical, especially for superhero movies, but this one I didn't find myself doing that. I stayed entertained. Uh, there was some depth, some stuff to think about, like Ben was saying, and I enjoyed it. I'd say go see it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I'm actually coming from the point of I'm very much in the Marvel world, and so I have not really touched anything DC, and now I'm very intrigued. Um, I will definitely be recommending this to my hardcore Marvel friends and uh, see if they will be intrigued, too. I think they would be. So, All right, and with that, we'll hand it back over to Ben to tell us what's up next. Going to play the spoiler warning, and then we're going to send, well, actually, we'll probably send Bill out first, then play the spoiler warning. But, yeah, so we're going to hit the road in just a moment. So we'll be back in a few seconds. Spoilers. 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 All right, we're back. We are on the way home. Spoilers. Yes, we have a spoiler alert has been issued. Oh my goodness. We we are Wait, man, there's a huge one right there. Okay. We are being assaulted by potholes out the wazoo. This is crazy right now. Hudson fell out of the car at one point. Okay. 
A spoiler warning has been issued for your area. Please seek shelter by taking out your headphones or turning off your radio if you would not like to be spoiled at this point in the podcast. This has been a spoiler warning. Okay. So what do you guys what do you what do you guys want to talk about here? Um I I'm, I'm going to pass to you. Okay. You had some things you wanted to talk oh, about. There's, there's things. I mean, there's there's the battle, the battle scene between uh, Batman and Superman. But then there's also the. This is not just Dark Knight Returns. This is Death of Superman. It is. Okay. There's so much. There's so much. First of all, let, let me. Yeah, we got 20 minutes. So let me get the guys who aren't going to be here next week. What do you guys want to talk about? I'm still hooked up on that vision thing that Batman totally had. I'm so confused. That was like seemed to be really significant, but I'm completely lost. The visions. (laughs) Batman has been having dreams, and we get to at least one. We get to see some of his dreams and or visions that he is having. He dreams about being in his parents' tomb and a giant bat coming out. That seems pretty standard Batman dreamish. But then we get a crazy vision of the future. Ben, did anything in the vision of the future stand out to you? Yeah, uh, Batman's outfit stood out to me. That was kind of a cool little army kind of get up. It reminded me of, I don't know, there's like a Russian version of Batman in some comic or other. But uh, then there's the parademons. The parademons! flying around and doing all sorts of mean, nasty stuff to people. And there was the great big giant Omega sign. The Omega sign! On the sand. And, uh, yeah, it was it was significant, Hudson. <laughs> it was significant. This is a herald of the coming of Darkseid. And then there's Darkseid! Time travel shenanigans. Time travel shenanigans. Batman wakes up from his Omega dream of the post-apocalyptic future. You know, like what I did there, Ben? Post-apocalyptic. Sure. And uh, the Flash shows up from the future and is talking to Batman about movies that don't exist yet. He is saying, Lois Lane is important. Oh, I'm too early. Whoops, I'm too early. Like, you're not too early. It's time travel. If you're you're there beforehand, you're you're fine. You're fine. But apparently he's going to go and visit Batman later on in the future as well. So, man, I don't know where that's going. Wait, no, I do. A Justice League movie. So, yeah, nice setup. Very good. Nice setup. I mean... I don't know. Do you think it feels like Marvel? They try to do some nice setup, but a lot of their stuff doesn't. It feels like they change stuff on the fly. Do, do you think this is going to be a different sort of thing with DC? I think that's a fair cop. I think that Marvel does try and set things up, but then as they're going along, they realize, oh, that's not really what we wanted to set up because we want to do this now, and they have to, you know, make excuses or they have to, you know, work hard to make it fit. Uh, this feels like they have a pretty solid, defined definition of where they're going. I mean, when you do tra- time travel and visions, 
that are very specific uh, like this. I'm not saying we're going to see that future. That could be the warning. Like this is what the future could be or could be like. Um, But at this point, it feels like they have a pretty, pretty solid feeling for where they're going in the future. They spent like what six years planning this out or whatever it was since Man of Steel came out, so they better have a good idea of where they're going with this. It has not been six years. When did Man of Steel come out? Twenty ten? No. No. It was like twenty twelve, wasn't it? Yeah. Twenty thirteen? I don't think it was six years, but I don't know. I mean they did man they did they did Man of Steel and then after they did that they started planning out where they're gonna go from there after it was kind of successful and not Green Lantern. I I can't believe how many Justice League members showed up and talked. I can't believe the Flash showed up in that vision and talked about the future. And then we get I, I just I was beside myself. Wait, wait. You can't believe how many Justice League members showed up and talked. It was 5. 5 Justice League members showed up and talked. Flash talked, Wonder Woman talked, Batman talked, Superman talked, and Cyborg kind of groaned. That was that was two more than I was picturing. And we got to see Aquaman, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How's Aquaman now. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, so, Brendan, what are you saying? Oh, no, Ben just had some spoilers with Aquaman that I thought we were going to, you know, thought, thought he was yeah. going to share. So let's, yeah. l- l- let's get this out of the open. The spoiler was I didn't want to talk about, like, what the context was of seeing those characters. Uh, like, this, these are files that Lex Luthor has. And that was one interesting thing, too. Lex Luthor knows who Superman is or yeah. knew who Superman yeah. was. Clark Kent is not a thing anymore for this world, I don't think. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Lex Luthor has files on Flash, on Aquaman. He has symbols for all of them, too. That was my one nitpick, Ben, because Lex Luthor took his time to have somebody design the logos for the Justice League and put them on his little folders, Lex Luthor is the one responsible for branding all these superheroes. No, 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 no. I, I think that it's possible, if not not for Cyborg. Cyborg, he, he created the Cyborg thing. But it's possible that he saw in some other image of Aquaman, because Aquaman has that symbol on his belt. And Wonder Woman kind of had that symbol on her arm bracelet thing. Uh, and Flash, you know, Flash of Lightning, but he, you never see him in costume, so I don't know. Although the costume we do see him in is that future Flash costume, which has like the funky helmet and uh, body armor, and um, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I liked this movie. I liked what they showed us. I liked where they took us, and I, you know, haters gonna hate so on or whatever, but uh, you know, if you're gonna. If you if you can go in with an open mind and just realize, yeah, this movie was not maybe the way I would imagine it. But there's a lot of things they did in this movie that were the way I was imagining it. So that's. And if you go see this movie and you really like it, and the liars and the dirty, dirty cheats in this world try to get you down, just just shake it off. Just shake it off because you like this movie. They say that in the movie or something. I. What? Ben, it's okay. It's all right. You've got some millennials in your car. It'll, it'll make sense. It'll all come back to you in a vision sometime. Um, Brennan, did, did you have anything that you wanted to talk about spoilerish? Well, uh, along with the visions, I don't, know if, I don't know if it was mentioned, but I saw 
Superman logos on like these militant men on the they're like little swastika symbol things on their arms. What the heck? Are you talking in the visions? Yeah, in the visions, yeah. Because it's an alternate future where uh, Superman has become the thing everybody has feared. He's become the ah, the oh, dictator. Okay. I got you. And that's why everybody was kneeling before him when he came down to kill Batman and those other guys in a terribly violent fashion. And um, yeah, so it's it's the it's the fear that everybody has. So and apparently he's. I, I, I guess I, I guess I recognize that that was the you know that was the fear. But like, is that vision like something that could still happen? Was was that being said? Yes, I believe that's the whole point of the vision. So, so that's something like that could happen in a future movie. Yeah, it's like Ben said. It was it's a warning yeah. of what could happen, and that's what they're going to try to prevent. Because it appears, because we see the parademons there, which are the minions of Darkseid, and so it appears that Superman has teamed up with Darkseid, which has happened when he's been brainwashed before. So, it, the key is Lois Lane. The key is Lois Lane, and so you have you know. First of all, Batman had this vision that Superman is alive. So if he's preparing for a future and he's ready to, like, we got to team up because of this possible future, he just saw a possible future where Superman's still alive and is going to be really mean. But, yeah, I the, the things that they're doing with that, you know, they're setting up this idea that the world is going to be taken over. And, you know, Batman is a resistance fighter. Trying to find kryptonite. Why? Because Superman is under Darkseid's power. I mean, is that going to going to be the resurrection of Superman? Is Darkseid as you know brings him to life and uses him? I don't know, but I don't think that's going to be the resurrection of Superman. I think the the reason Superman's going to go bad is because they're pulling in injustice gods among us here, and the death of Lois Lane is the thing. Spoilers for that, by the way, is the thing that is going to push Superman over the edge and cause him to be the evil dictator. That we know and hate from that video game, or they or they protect Lois Lane because they know she is the key, and so they're they're like we got to protect her, and if she dies, Superman's going to go off the deep end, which would really stink. Like if Superman comes back alive and he's like, so what are we doing? We're getting ready for you to go off the deep end because Lois Lane might die. That would stink. Hopefully they don't go in that direction. There was lots of of Lois and Clark uh, kissy face. That happened, and I, I was digging that because there should be romance between them and not just weird uh, kind of, well, yeah, there was just kind of sort of baseless makeout scenes in The, the Man of Steel. Not too much uh, of a relationship foundation there, and, and we're, we're kissing already. So, But I, I like that they've, they've established that they've been in a relationship for a while and, and that they are in love. I like that a lot. So here's what we're going to be touching on, I think, next week. We're going to be talking about Lex Luthor's idea of, you know, uh, God is either not all-powerful or not all-good can't be both that's something i'm sure we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the marthas it's a nice little connection i hadn't really ever thought through i never really realized wait they both have the same mom name uh and and the motivation then of the martha stuff the first word of the movie is martha which um, when as soon as he said that i thought okay why why is that that that's significant because you spent a lot of silence 
And then the first word of the movie is Martha. Um, also, I'm trying to figure out what is the significance of the movie posters. The Zorro, I understand. But the other movie poster is like, what is that? Is that Excalibur? That looks like the Excalibur movie poster. And then sure enough, on the marquee behind Bruce Wayne uh, starts Tuesday or whatever, <laughs> Excalibur. Uh, so why were they referencing the King Arthur? Because King Arthur gathered around the Knights of the Round Table? And is that something, you know? So, uh, and then some other things that we might be wanting to talk about beyond those themes and stuff like that is just where is this thing going? We've already talked a little bit about it now, but where is this thing going? So, yeah, that'll be next next week, though, when we, we gather together with maybe not just one, but two special guests. I have uh, two special guests lined up, and really, technically speaking, we can't even call them guests. So that's all I'm going to say. That's right. We will also be talking about uh, some doomsday next week, so stay tuned. And uh, we will see you then. So we're almost to your house, Evan. So let's get final words from these two guys in the back. We'll get your final word, and then we'll, we'll send this thing off. All right, final words, gentlemen, about the movie. Great movie. Really loved it. Um, definitely still confused on some points, so I definitely have a lot more questions for you guys, but that'll be off the record. All right, and Brennan. I'm just sitting back here with my mouth open listening to you guys because I'm just like, I get it now. So the movie's even more fun now after driving home because I, I learned so much. All right, and I thoroughly enjoyed myself. They've done it. They have done it. And uh, I'm happy to keep watching the, the DCCU. Ben? My final word is, and this is kind of what I was expecting with Civil War, that Iron Man is basically the bad guy in Civil War, or the primary, uh, if not the antagonist, the anti-protagonist. And Batman was the bad guy in this movie. And Batman turned toward the light, although he was pretty ruthless with his fighting, even after turning toward the light with with Superman. Uh, Yeah, it was... He was doing some shooting and some killing. And, I mean, is this, is, this is Michael Keaton, Batman Returns, throwing dynamite down the pants of a clown kind of stuff. So, yeah. And, oh, the reference to Robin. That was also cool, even though we already saw it in the trailer. So, yeah. So, with all that said, I just want to say, everybody, thank you for listening. Pulling into the driveway right now. I just... Put into park. Thank you for listening, and we will be back. Um, if you need to contact us about what you think about the movie, we would love to hear. Because if not our next exact next episode, the next one of the next episodes in the next two will be our another episode about this, this Batman Superman. So I want to hear what you have to say, and we will, like I said, have some special guests with some opinions as well. So thanks for listening, and Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Steve MacDonald, and Dr. Jace O'Neill. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. Please join in the conversation by visiting our website, strangersandaliens.com, where you will find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly 
at podcast at strangersandalien.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangers or you can leave us a voicemail on the Strangers and Aliens hotline. Just call 1-804-37-ALIEN and leave your message. And once again, thanks for listening. <laughs>